We're looking at easily the most overrated player in this draft. It's so easy. <laughs> That's unreal. I would never draft him. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I mean... That's a hard no for me. This is an autopilot first round pick. He is definitely on my do not draft list. We get it. We get it. Yeah, Let's I mean... move on. Let's move on. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hockey Talkie. I'm Travis. Jesse, are you with me? I am with you. Sweet. We're on Skype now. The audio is a little different, but I hope everyone can still hear us okay. We got an awesome show today for you guys. We're starting off with um, talking about players in different conferences. Today we're going to be doing the Metro Division. Lots of good teams, lots of players to go over. We'll give you some sleepers, breakouts, bus, where we think players are going. Does that sound like fun, Jesse? Sounds great. I'm excited. Metro is one of the better divisions. Um, you just like Metro because your Washington Capitals are in it. I mean, you're not wrong. But there's <laughs> uh, there's lots of fun teams in here. A lot of teams in this league or league, uh, this division have gotten way better. Uh, yes. So I'm excited to talk about a lot of those other new teams. Yeah, and like like Carolina and stuff is still interesting to talk about because there's fantasy relevant options on that team. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the Rangers had a massive offseason. Devils, same thing. So lots of cool teams to talk about. Sweet. Well, I'm glad we're starting with this one. So there's not much news to go off to talk about because it's off season, except for Patrick Maroon signing with Tampa. I guess he wants a cup. Yeah, that seems to be the strategy. They signed Shattenkirk for the same thing, basically close to league minimum for these guys. They're just basically making their roster. I don't know. I guess Tampa wanted some grit, so they added Maroon. Um, we'll see what he brings he's basically a fourth line player so i don't know if it's gonna obviously has no fantasy implications but no you're not gonna draft him no oh god no no i would never i would never take a shot at patrick maroon he if got, you guys want to see yeah. some drafts that are already going on there's lots of industry drafts like fantasy mocks and stuff going on check out check out the twitter at fantasy nhl talk we just did one with some of the other podcast guys Drafting out of the four spot. I think we did okay. Not too bad. Got Dahlin, got Grubauer in the eighth round as my second goalie after drafting Rene. I think that was pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely check it out. Give us feedback, all that kind of stuff. Um, we might have more mock, ugh, more mock drafts coming up as well. We'll post those. Yeah, we should be getting, getting into lots. Okay, and if you guys want to look at the list... Don't blame me for the Ryan O'Reilly in the fourth round because I was texting. I, it auto drafted me. I couldn't do anything. So that's. <laughs> there was already some comments on Twitter. They're like, Ryan O'Reilly in the fourth round. And I was like, ah, yeah. With an auto draft. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone made fun of me too when it happened. They're like, oh, Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, he's not, the... he's not awful, but if you're doing positional, I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? It, it was a standard league. So it was just oh, okay. points. Uh, okay, okay. And then like Malkin went a couple pictures, a uh, couple picks after that, and I was pretty sad. Oh well, what can you do? <laughs> All right, let's get into let's get into Metro. I'm so ready. I got Carolina Hurricanes up here. Are you ready for that team, Jesse? Yeah, let's do it. So we'll go some alphabetical. So Carolina, I guess, wins that alphabetical. Okay. <laughs> so Aho. Aho's the big stud on there. He's going to probably be rising to about 90 points this year. Yeah, Aho looks good. Um, Teravainen um, is the other guy 
who's going to be really good, 70 plus points probably. Uh, beyond that, I think that's pretty close to the main guys. Um, you don't want to look at Niederreiter or anything? Or Shveshnikov? Uh, Shveshnikov does have, definitely has value. He got 20 goals last year. He should have an expanded role. Uh, Niederreiter did put up 30 points in 36 games. Uh, so if he stays on that top line, he's definitely going to be good. Uh, what else we got for... They actually put Niederreiter down on the second line with Dezingle because they okay. picked up him. So they wanted to give him a little little support cast, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, for defense, no one really blew it away. Hamilton only had 39 points. So it was his... Maybe he, another year he gets adjusted. Um, Justin William had 53 points, but they're still not sure if he's coming back yet. So... Um, I guess There's, the big thing is Mrazek is now the number one there. So if he you're is at the number goalies, one. That's one thing that I wanted to mention for sure. I love pulling Mrazek out late. Yeah, so he'll definitely have value uh, because he'll be a starter on a team that should win, you know, a decent amount of games, probably 45 to 50 games. Yeah, I think I think Mrazek would be a nice pick. Like if you first pick Pecorine or something, and then you wait till round nine or ten to grab Mrazek. I like that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, do you have any, like, sleepers or busts or anything you think for this team? Well, let's let's run down some of these guys. So, Aho, when are you going to take him? What round are we looking for Aho being a 90-point guy now? I still think second, second round. Um, That's high. So, yeah. you're drafting him with the likes of, like, Pasternak... And who else do I got around him? Let me just see. So you're drafting him around Matthews, Ovechkin, Panarin, Shifley? Yeah, I'd say around there. He's getting to that point. He doesn't have a lot of peripherals like some of those guys do for hits and stuff, but I think the points will be there. Um, his totals have grown each or up every year. I don't know if he'll like totally get high 90s or anything, I think he'll just probably add like three extra points and get like 86, to be honest, because his team really hasn't improved that much. So um, maybe the full season with, well, you said Niederreiter's on the second line anyway, so I don't know. But I'd say, yeah, like end of the second is where I want Aho. Um, like I'd rather have Aho than Sagan, and I think Sagan goes around there. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, you know what I forgot to say? Mm. I forgot to tell tell everyone kind of what we were what our uh, benchmark, what the league we're talking about will look like. Oh, right. So we're, when we're talking about these divisions and stuff, we're going to be talking about a 10-team league with about 16 players. So in total, you're going to be drafting about 160 players. So that's kind of where we're, we're making the cutoff. So if we're saying someone like, like Niederreiter, we're not going to draft him. We don't think he's going to be in the top 160, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. That point range for 160 is about 50 points. So you're going to be drafting some fringe 50-point guys right at the end, but those are late picks, so that's kind of the, the cutoff. I hope that, that makes sense. So guys that I like on this team, I like Niederreiter late. He could get 58, 60 points. Yeah, I'm just worried about his deployment. If he's stuck on that second line... Like, I don't know, they didn't have Dezingle 
um, at all last year. They picked him up, so I'd have to see what kind of chemistry they develop there. Um, but I think he's worth definitely a late pick, obviously. A 30 and 36 is no joke. So um, he definitely looked to be like revitalized there. Yeah. And Shveshnikov is kind of in the same realm for me, like a fringe 50-point guy, like a really late late guy that I'm looking for in drafts. Yeah, but if you're I'll... in Keeper League or something, he has value. But I... yeah, you that's know how old he is? I don't know. He's got to be like just 19 now or something. 19. Really? Yeah. Literally 19. He's a baby. Yeah, so I was wondering, it's like... He's only got room to grow. Scoring 20 goals as a 18, 19 year old is pretty impressive. So he's definitely, he definitely will be good. Just um, he might have some growing pains again next year. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. He is playing with Ajo, which like does really help him. And Ajo is kind of more of a passer. Yeah. If he's on that top line. Yeah. That's what they're giving him. They're giving him top line right now. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Cause I mean, Ajo and Teravainen both had 50 plus assists. So, um, they can definitely be feeding special copies. Got a way better shot than most of them. So, uh, yeah, if he sticks on that top line, then he will be really good. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, the biggest thing. I didn't know if the, what the coach deployment is for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that I'll, I'll draft the top line of Teravoin and Aho and Shmeshnikov. And I'll draft Mrazek as a second goalie. Maybe he's a third. I think the defense here in Carolina is kind of like a trap card. For all you Yu-Gi-Oh fans out there. <laughs> yeah, like, I Ham- feel like it's like a trap. It's like Slavin could be good. Dougie Hamilton could be good. Falk has had really good goal totals for power play in the past. I want one of those guys, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm just going to get burnt. Yeah, it's a tough team. I'd have to get Hamilton at super value. I don't really know if I want anyone else at this team. Falk does get a lot of power play time, so that's always good too. It's just whoever runs that first unit of power play is who I'm interested in. Um, but again, I don't really want to reach for any Carolina defense. I mean, if the highest guy was 39 points, like that's pretty brutal. So it's probably not worth the draft unless you can get them like as your third defenseman kind of thing, which may happen. Yeah. See, they put Falk on the first power play unit, but he's on the second, second defensive pairing. Yeah. So they make they make him the, that guy then. Okay. The power play specialist, which is kind of what he does anyway. Yeah. But I think it's a trap. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna avoid the this defense if I can. I'd be very surprised if I ended up with uh, any Carolina defense. There's no way. I would have to like last pick Hamilton or Falk. It would have to be like literally that last. There's so many other defensemen that I'm interested in. So yeah, with higher upsides, I guess yeah. Slavin is the kind of guy that has the most upside on that team. But yeah, yeah, this is a it's like one of those good hockey teams, but like trash fantasy teams. So yeah. Um, it's good for goalies because I think they're going to win a lot of games and they play really good defense. I think there'll be some shutouts and they'll win some 3-1 games and stuff. Um, but outside of like those top two guys and then you're betting on Sveshnikov to bump up, that's about it, to be honest. So um, I'm looking for Aho, and then that'd be it. I could care less. <laughs> Just give me him and then whatever. That's it. I, I probably don't even know if I would draft the defense. So I Yeah, I wouldn't uh, either. I keep trying to convince myself. I don't think I could. <laughs> and as far as like rookie goes, they got that Martin Neckes guy. Yeah. Yeah. He had 52 points last year. He's going to be playing like some low fourth line minutes. Nothing big expected for him right now. But I mean, if you're doing a dynasty or anything, he's the guy to pick up there. He should be good moving forward. Let's go to, let's go to Columbus. 
The team all right. that lost all of their star power. Do yeah, they even make the playoffs this year, Jesse? Not a chance. There's no way. Not a chance? No. They, <laughs> yeah, they, I don't think they do. They, got to the, they snuck into the eighth, the wild card, last spot with Bobrovsky and Panarin. Because of Bob, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because Bob went on a tear the last like 20 games of the year. There's no way that is just... They're going to be bottom five, bottom six or something. Yeah, it's not going to be good. So we're looking at Cam Atkinson being 76 points around there, maybe 70 points. He had... Um, oh, he had 69 last year. So, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And then Pierre-Luc Dubois, Seth Jones. They got Nyquist. In free agency. And then they do have Wierenski still on the back end. That could be interesting. Their goalie situation, they got Corpusalo, but they also got this rookie that's coming in that when I was doing my mock drafts, actually got drafted a couple times. Yeah, that Elvis guy. He's getting uh he's been getting some looks. Yeah, I don't want to butcher his last name. Yeah, that's what I'm just gonna say Elvis. Mers Lincus. <laughs> Mers Lincoln. I got nothing. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting name. So they're actually saying that they're going to split goalie time there. So that's interesting. Any yeah, one of those guys yeah. jumping out to you? Goalie-wise? No, just anyone. Anyone that oh. I lose there. Okay, well, so we lose Panarin. That's 87 points gone and a game-breaker. Cool. Um, they lose Dzingel. They lose Duchesne. They lose uh, Amber Broski. Okay, so this is a totally <laughs> destroyed team. Yep. Um. There is, I mean, obviously Seth Jones is still good. Berensky is still good. These are defensemen you want to draft. Um, however, I would be surprised if I end up with a single Columbus player on my team. Um, I think Nyquist might be okay. Dubois might be okay because uh, he's, he's like the default first line center. But I don't think these guys are beating their totals last year. Like Dubois got 61 points. I'd be surprised if he gets 60 again with how yeah, bad this team is. Uh, Atkinson got 41 goals last year. Um, Pretty sure Panarin had like all he had sixty assists, so I guarantee a lot of those were on him. Yeah, fifty nine so assists. He's at least Please. gonna take a twenty point hit to go down to like fifty point guy. Um, yeah, That's... these are guys you drafted the last round and hope for some luck because they're gonna fall like crazy. Everyone's gonna be thinking the same thing. So um, I don't hate Dubois near the very very end of the draft just because he's a top line center and you never know what could happen. Same thing with Atkinson. These guys are going to play two minutes of power play because there's no one else in this team. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of value. Obviously, the goalies are complete undraftable because this team is not going to win a lot of games. So, And if you already said they're going to do a split, I don't want to split already losing half the games anyway. So it's like you might get a 20-win goalie if you're absolutely lucky. So. Yeah, and you can't fill in for Bobrovsky. <laughs> like, no, you're, you're going from Vesna to yeah. rookie kind of thing. So that doesn't really work for me. The only yeah. person I want on this team is Seth Jones. Yeah, as I said, like, I mean, beyond him, he's the only actual, like, bonafide star. Wierenski's okay, but these guys, I don't know, they're going to lose a lot of, I don't know, there's going to be a lot of points missing with Panarin and all those guys. Uh, like, we listed off three studs, Panarin, Duchesne. Yeah, like, and Seth Jones is only going to be around 50 points, so he's going to be, he has really good, like, defensive value. I think he could be a top 10 defenseman in the league. But he is going to be he's going to be a stretch. Yeah, this team is going to be brutal. Hopefully they can get a big free agent in the offseason. That's their only hope, I think. 
as to start looking elsewhere for help because they're doomed like so so doomed so um fantasy wise yeah like we said look for these guys in the 15th to 16th and if you want jones or orensky you can get them a little bit earlier obviously but yeah um, i don't think their point totals are going to go up too much so i'd be surprised if they break anything i i literally feel like they're gonna get the exact same i feel like orensky gets 40 points and jones might get like if he plays a full 82 games, maybe 48 points or something. I don't know. That team is just so bad. Yeah, it's pretty abysmal. They got that um, Texer, that 19 yeah, year old rookie. He did really good at the end of last year. He showed up a little bit when he's playing some games that didn't mean anything, I guess. Um, that's an interesting guy moving forward for like Dynasty. He plays on the left wing, which is pretty depleted. They got yeah. Nyquist, and then Fuligno is their second. Yeah, definitely room to pump up. Um, I'm a huge fan of Bjorkstrand. I used to watch him back in the WHL. I think he's finally going to get some minutes. He had 23 oh, did goals. did you watch him? Yeah, he actually would uh, Oh, my God. Portland Winterhawks, I think. Oh. He, he, yeah. What, the Tigers used to play him, and he used to skate circles around the Tigers, and he looked absolutely unreal. Yeah, he looked unreal. Um, so I used to draft him on my NHL like 18 game, 17 game back in the day. I used to play my be a pro mode or whatever, and he'd play yep, on yep. Pick, start from the bottom. So I sometimes I'd be on his team, and he would like just feed me. So it was good. Um, yeah, so he's the other guy I'm looking at that might be uh, something to look at. Yeah, and actually on um, on daily faceoff, just looking at the roster, what they're running with right now, they actually have uh, Texer. Wenberg and Bjorkstrand as pause a possible line. That's a good line. Good rookie line. Lots of speed. Yeah, so that might be interesting. Maybe Texer gets some time. I hope I'm saying his name right. I'm going to mess up all these rookies' names because I haven't heard them on TV enough. <laughs> I think it's like TXA or TXA. It's something. I think it has the A. So. Oh, is it? Like it's a French name? Yeah, I think it's a French name like TXA or something. Oh, I think okay. I've heard Texier? someone say it once. Yeah. Yep, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, let's move on to the Devils. Arguably the most improved roster this year. By far. Well, definitely up there. Well, not by far, but definitely up there for sure. Um, So Simmons is a new addition. They got got Subban, which was huge for them. And then they got uh, Hughes with with the pick. Schneider is supposed to be healthy this year. Taylor Hall is supposed to be healthy this year. What do you think about those guys? I want them all. <laughs> all of them. Uh, yeah, Hersher put up 50 points in 70 games without Hall, basically. Hall had 37 points in 33 games. So the point per game is still there. Obviously, he's a super band-aid boy, something to look at. Um, this team is going to be crazy. I want all of them. I just, like, I want Hersher so bad. I want Hall. I want uh, I want that Gusev guy that came in. He's supposed to be like a KHL all-star. He like had crazy records over there. So he's definitely going to be someone to look at. Oh, PK's... I think he's from the K- KHL. Yeah, he has oh, like yeah. a bunch of records over there. Um, so I'm looking at him. Subban obviously is going to run the top power play unit, which is going to be stacked. Uh, yep. I think J- Jack Hughes is going to have a great season. Uh, apparently he's like another, not generational talent, but like an elite player. So someone to definitely follow. Um yeah, no, I want basically a lot of this team, including Schneider, because they said that Schneider's finally recovered from his hip surgery. They said it takes oh. around like 18, 19 months to get over. It's the same thing that Luongo had, apparently. Oh, wow. And so, um, 
they're looking at him to be done. If not, there's like that Blackwood guy um, who might take over, but yeah, it's not not a hundred percent sure. Like, who do they got in the power play? What do we got? Hall, Hughes, Simmons, Subban, Palmieri. Okay. Um, I don't yeah, know if I want a bit of a weird one. I don't know if I want Simmons. I get why Simmons is there because he's like kind of a power play specialist. He's really good in front of the net. He scores lots and lots of power play goals. So I don't hate that. Uh, he's another trap for me. But I just think he's a five on five. Yeah, like void. So I don't think I'll end up with Simmons. But if you're looking for a guy who purely does hits and power play points, um, I would really look into him because he's going to get a lot of deflections and a lot of power play time. But I don't think he'll get more than 40 points, <laughs> maybe 45. Uh, yeah. But I think a lot of them will be on the power play, though. So. And you know what? There's bring some toughness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's start. Let's just even start with Hall. Like, I have questions about Hall. What is he going to do? Where am I drafting him? He's coming off of injury-riddled season and an MVP season. Like, is he going to get? I'm looking at um, hockey news right now, and they're projecting him for 93 points. How many games did they give him? Um, it doesn't say games. Okay, just points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if he plays 82 games, he'll get 100 points. So, think so? Start, yeah. So we can start there. <laughs> wow. Will That's a bold he? Prediction. Oh, I think it's he's that good. I think it's that easy. Um, and this team is so much better now. So yes, I, I agree with he, that. This if he plays so 80, yeah. Will I draft Taylor Hall? Probably not. As sad as it sounds, just because those first couple rounds is where you just lose the league if you draft a guy like Taylor Hall and he plays 30 games. So, um, so if you're if, super if you're terrifying. That, <laughs> yeah. If you think he's going to be a hundred point guy, that means you're going to pick him over Marchand, Ratnan, Marner, Stamkos, or Crosby. Would you do yeah. that? Um, if I knew he played 82 games, I would have yeah. no problems for sure. Um, huh? I'm just thinking, even if he misses 20 games, which is pretty fair, that's a quarter of the season, um, he'll still get 80 points. So I think his floor is like 80 points, and then it just depends how many games he plays on top of that. So I think if you can get him in the third round kind of thing, maybe end of the second, third round, that's where I'd really want him, because then he has the upside to destroy everyone else there. And if he only... And if he misses 20 games, it doesn't totally kill your team. Um, if you are super brave, you can take him earlier. Uh, but that is like... That's the thing. You have super... to take him early because he's going early. Oh, he's going early. That's the thing. It's just like, it just depends what kind of person you are. If you're like a risk taker and you all, you're all you just like ready to go, then Hall is definitely the guy. Because like I said, I, I have no problem with him getting 100 points if he plays 80 games. Yeah. So it's just... It's the coin flip, man. It's so tough. I don't know. Um, I I think I don't know. Ninety like is fair. I think hundred yeah. is a stretch. Ninety is fair for a good season if he plays. Mm-hmm. But do you want him? So guys that are going around him, Giroux, Wheeler, Point. Do you want I, him over any of those guys? No. Okay. Just because those guys never get injured. <laughs> yeah, so you're definitely going into the third round then. Yeah, I'm not I'm kind of like a bad person to be talking about for drafting cuz I draft like the healthiest people I can cuz I'm so paranoid about injuries so oh, it's that's so what you tough. Do, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's so it's so tough but um 
yeah, to me, I draft him end of the second, third round. Um, but I will not be surprised if he's drafted at the end of the firsts in some leagues or even like second round as well. So, yeah, kind of he's going to the middle of the second round right now in mocks, which is yeah, kind of where you got to take him. The Eichel, Austin Matthews, like area, which is tough pill to swallow when he's injury prone. Um, yeah, if you're in a sure? if you're in a positional league, I think you just take oh yeah, he's a left wing, right? Yeah, that's the thing. So if he's in a positional league, I think you just take Hall in the, the end of the first round and just be yeah. like, whatever, go for it. <laughs> yeah, um, Hershey, I think, is going to be great. Uh, I think he'll, again, it depends on Hall full season, but I think if he gets a full season of Hall, he probably hit like 70 points. So um, he's definitely a guy I'm looking at. But again, he's super uh, contingent on Hall staying alive. <laughs> staying alive. Staying alive. Which is tough. It's just like... Uh, it's just hard drafting people knowing like their line mates have to live. You just said you wanted all these players, and now you're like so hesitant on even speculating oh, I... point totals now because you don't want them. Oh, I want them. It's just I don't know if I'll draft them. That's the thing. Like, oh, because it'll feel so good to have Taylor Hall and he gets you 95 points or whatever, and you got Hersher and he like basically got 75 points just from hanging out with Hall kind of thing. It's like feels good to have these guys, um, but. Yeah, yeah Hersher it, is is definitely someone that could win you your league because he's going to be drafted really, really late. Like, he's going to get 65, maybe 70 points. So you're drafting him, let me check, like in the 60, like 60 players in, the same breath as like Kessel, Forsberg, Hoffman. Yeah, I'd be definitely look, looking for him then. I'd have no problem drafting him in the 60, 70, 60 plus range. Um, yeah, no. I feel like I'll have this guy on my team this year, um, but yeah, I mean, ugh, man, I'm just like, <laughs> it, I, like, I love this team so much and I feel like they're going to make the playoffs and they improved and I'm even interested in drafting Schneider and stuff like that. Like, it's just, uh, it's just tough. The whole team depends on Hall's like, this Hall is <laughs> so sad. It's just like, if this guy is dead, then the whole team's dead, but his supporting yeah. cast is so good now. Like having Subban is insane. And oh yeah, I know. I'm excited to watch this team. Subban could do his regular thing, so he could be about 55 to 60 points, which is good for a defenseman. That would definitely put him in the top eight of a defenseman, which is really good. You're gonna want to draft him fifth round or sixth round. I think I actually got him in a mock draft. Let me just check. I got insane value on him. Um, the tenth round is when I got Subban in the mock. Yeah, that blows my mind. Yeah, There's isn't that crazy a good picks. pick, eh? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Subban, for sure. He'll get 50-plus points. Um, he's will play all the power play. He'll get a bunch of hits. I think he was just... I don't know what he was doing on Nashville. Just no time. Like, he there's didn't just get too playing many, time enough. Yeah. yeah, there's just too many good defensemen on that team. That was the problem. Like, Yossi was godly. Ekholm, Ellis, all these guys are power play guys, and they're just as good, so... Um, on this team, it was Will Butcher, and now Will Butcher is demoted, so I don't draft him anymore. And uh, Subban is the guy. What? A, and let's just quickly talk about Schneider. You you obviously want Jack Hughes if you're in any sort of dynasty, because mm-hmm. he's going to be moving up to that Sajak line. Or no, did they already move Sajak down to third? Yeah, they should. They, I mean, they might start Hughes third line, uh, but I think they'll realize that Hughes needs to be second line, and they'll definitely get the most out of him because he's basically Calder, 
favorite already. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely looks good for him. You definitely want him. Uh, Schneider, like, let's say 30 wins over under. What do you think? Uh, I think. Let's say Blackwood gets 10 wins. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Schneider's going to need at least 30 to get them close to the playoffs. Yeah, so if Schneider gets 50 starts, Blackwood gets 30 starts. I'd say Schneider wins, yeah, 30 of them. Yeah, I'd say uh, I'll go over. I'll say 31 wins is what he ends up with. Nothing crazy. Well, you're saying one over what I said. That doesn't even count. That's over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, I guess. So in the magazine I'm looking at, they have him for 29. Ooh, under 30. That was, that's impressive. As the 17th goalie, so he was going with Lundqvist, Matt Murray, and Rask. Yeah, so gives you an a... idea of where he's going, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. I've yeah, I have no problem drafting Schneider this year. His team is way better. Obviously, they said his health is way better. So someone I'm looking at, um, use him for the first 20 games of the season. Obviously, if he's not, like I, I just it, the thing is, it's just him. Is what's going to be the issue? Like it's it's his individual play. Like his team around him is actually pretty strong now. So yeah, there's no real excuses to be like, oh, he's a goalie on New Jersey. The team sucks or whatever. Um, like this team is actually pretty good now. And having Subban and these like actual defensemen is going to help. He can push guys down like Severson and uh, right. Vatnin to get better minutes and stuff like that. So um, you remember what I said about Schneider last year when we talked about the Devils? No, I don't remember. I said um, that Blackwood would get the majority of the starts this year because I said Schneider just needs one more year to recover. And I said they're going to move Schneider in and they're going to give him a couple starts, but Blackwood's going to have the job for the year. And then I said this year it's going to be completely Schneider because Blackwood will be completely out. So far, my prediction is true. Yeah, it looks good so far. Um, cool thing about Schneider. Bucks. Yeah, cool thing about Schneider is you can just draft him. At the end of your draft. <laughs> yeah. Wait so, forever. To draft the last goalie. Yeah, just put him in your brain to be like, this is my plan. I plan to draft this type of goalie with my last like two picks and he'll be there. Yeah, and exactly. it's not going to lose your league. And uh, it definitely has a chance for you to win your league. So it's a cool pick. So um, just don't overreach on the guy and you'll be fine. So um, I'm not sure what draft strategy I'm doing this year. If I'm going to do the four go goalie strat, which I did last year. Um, because there's just so many good goalies now. And, yeah, I waited uh, so long. Yeah, so I might do that again. So I wouldn't be surprised if I actually end up with Schneider because I usually, because he'd be like the 19th or 20th goalie, I think is what he would be around. And if the magazine has him at like 17 or something, yeah, I'd probably be around there. I wonder if you feel the same way about the Devils as you do with the Islanders. Oh, no, I have no interest in the Islanders. <laughs> no? I, I'd be surprised. There's, I don't want a single Islander, to be honest. Barzell. Uh, yeah, but someone will take him before me. And I don't even think he's going to get to those points. So anyway, are we are we moving to... So, okay, so what do we have for like sleepers or anything like that for the Devils? Anything exciting? No, not much going on there except for Hughes, I guess. Yeah. The rookie there. Yeah. No, that was my transition to the Islanders. I liked it. That, that was, was a good. segue. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. So you got Barzell being the number one guy there, 65 points, kind of what his range is. His supporting cast, a bunch of 50 guys, Josh Bailey, Brock Nelson, Honors Lee. I think this whole team is a trap. <laughs> I wouldn't take <laughs> anyone on this team. Um, their defense, Nick Letty, Boychuk, 
people seem to like uh, Pulak a lot. I've seen him drafted in a couple leagues. And then you got Varlamov and Grice that'll be splitting times as the goalies. I don't want any of that. Do you? No, I don't want a single player on this team unless it's Barzell later rounds. Um, I don't think those totals are going to change at all. Uh, yeah. All those guys played 82 games, for example. None of them were injured. Barzell, Bailey, Nelson, Lee, all those guys, and they're all stuck in low 60s and then 50s. So um, definitely guys to target at the end of your draft. If Barzell's still around, um, obviously take him. Um, I did like Lerner, which sucks, and now he's yeah, gone. Yeah, I really liked him too, yeah. Um, I can sort of give a shout-out to Varlamov just because the Islanders' system is so defensive that I wouldn't be surprised he's going to get a bunch of shutouts and a bunch of wins yeah. um, just based on default. But the problem is he's going to chop with Grice a lot. Um, so I don't think he's going to get a lot of starts. So And his injury history is always a scare for every owner, right? Yeah, because Grice still started 39 games last year, which is yeah. a massive chunk. So uh, I it's going to be... Actually, Grice was 43 last year. Wait, what is going on here? My game, games, my... games played, sorry. Yeah, games played was 43, started was 39. So he must have, like, got Backed up or something? Back, backed up or the learner got pulled in a rare game or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, they both had crazy seasons. But, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want anyone on this team. I don't care. Just uh, This is a black hole for me, to be honest. I don't... Yeah, I just... think Leonard was a lot better than both their goalies. I don't know why they got rid of him. Yeah, he wanted like it's so weird. They paid Varlamov the same thing he got in uh, Chicago, so it wasn't a yeah. money thing. They just didn't want him there. I don't or know. maybe Mental Leonard health. just wanted to go somewhere else. Well, it sounded like Leonard wanted to stay because he said he didn't want to leave. I remember he was saying that, and he had like a really candid interview about it. So, hmm. I they just wanted to move on from him, which I find is really strange. So I don't want any of these goalies. If you're in a super deep, super deep league, obviously Varlamov has some value just based on they paid him the most, so he's going to get the most starts. This team is crazy defensive under trots, so he's going to get a lot, a lot of chances to get shutouts in two-one games. So yeah. if, if he can yeah. just play okay, he'll get a bunch of wins. But when I mean a bunch, it's going to be like low twenties. So um, yeah, I don't know. I. It's one of those teams, again, where it's a good hockey team, but it's just a fantasy trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's... And Barzell, where he's going kind of in drafts right now, just looking over the last draft I did, um, Jamie Benn, Matt Duchesne, and Tarasenko all went right after him. Yeah, I'd rather have all those players instead of yes. him. Yes, yes. Except me for as Duchesne. Well. I would oh, skip he... Duchesne. I'd Duchesne Barzell. could have a good year, too. Duchesne's probably yeah. on the same level in my mind as Barzell. Yeah, I think they're pretty close, yeah. You go both could um, be high sixty point guys. Just a shout out to Broussard, who was recently signed by these guys. That's um, right. Fantasy relevance, I think, is still zero, but just uh, he will be the new second or third line center. I'm not really sure where they're going to put him. Let's see, they got the third line center on daily faceoff right now. Okay. Well, then he's like beyond saving. <laughs> Any interest in Everly? He had an okay season last year. Nah, I mean he played all the games. The way to get like thirty points or something. Uh, um, where's everybody here? 37. 37. <laughs> okay, so we're not games. drafting him. Yeah, unlikely. He looked amazing in the playoffs, obviously, getting nine points um, in those few games he played. Uh, I think he'll do better. Do they have him with Barzell? They have to, right? He's top yep. one. Um, yep, so do. I will. I think he'll get more points. 
he'll get to 50 points, <laughs> like maybe. And that's still a pretty tough task. That's an extra 14 points on the year for him. So yeah. uh, realistically, yeah, I don't know. If he stays on the top line, I'd be okay with 50, 50 points, 51, low 50s, whatever. Uh, again, he could, you can draft these guys if you want with your last 160th pick kind of thing. But um, I will not be taking any of these guys. Yeah, for they don't got very many rookies coming up. Like, I don't think anyone's going to play this year. Uh, yeah. Noah Dobson, he's that defenseman. He was drafted in 2018. Pretty good. And then they got a couple goalies in the pipes and stuff. Nothing, nothing you're going to want to look for on this team moving forward. Can we go to a good team that I want to talk about? Well, I think we're kidding the teams that I want to talk about. <laughs> the funny are teams. we starting to get to the good ones? Yeah, I feel like we're getting to ones that are moving up. So what do we got next? We got the Rangers. All right. The biggest splash getting Panarin this year. I love the Rangers. I'm so excited about this team. This team, so, I'm going to have a lot of players from, I think. I think I will too. Do, well, I guess if we're in the same league, we won't both have. Well, them, <laughs> I think, well there's going to be a lot of people, I think, looking at players in this on this team. So it'll be fun. So let me give you a rundown. You got Panarin coming over with his 90 points to this team. You got Zabinijad that had a really good year. You got the second overall pick in Keiko. Yeah. You got Truba coming over to solidify the defense. You still got Kreider chugging along. And some young guys that had good years like Strom and Buchnevich. And then you got Lundqvist in net. Tell me who you want out of that, Jesse. Oh, well, I mean. Um, all of them? The biggest player I want is Zibanejad, Um because I think he he got 74 points on a okay team. Yep. He didn't obviously have the type of winger that he just got. Any team that just gets a 90-point winger, the centerman is just drooling. They're going to be attached at the hip the whole year. Uh, there's yep. no way that they're going to break these guys up. They're going to get all the top power play minutes. He got 74 points. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes up, say, 10, 15 points. He might even yep. be 88 points like uh i want him so bad i think he's gonna be so good obviously panarin's a no-brainer i think he'll go up in points a bit but not too much i think he'll stay around close to 90 88 89 because it's not like he's getting that much of a big center upgrade yeah for panarin you're gonna have to draft him in the back of the second it looks like around shifley and eichel that's kind of where he's going but i i like what you're saying here that Zabinajad is the main benefactor of Panarin being there, Absolutely. right? And you can get him way later in the draft, but still capitalize on the points instead of paying up for Panarin. You know, I like to do this. I like to get the second piece. So I still chisel those points, which is exactly what you're saying. I love that strategy. Yeah, I think Zabinajad is going to be great. Obviously, another guy I'm looking at is Truba. Um, he's going to be... He's the guy now, finally. He finally gets to prove he's worth all that holdouts and stuff like that. He'll be the top power play guy. He's got a heck of a shot. Um, this top power play unit is stacked. Truba Zibinejad, they're going to give Kako a chance, it looks like, on it. Panarin, Buknevich, there's going to be so many opportunities for this team to score. That's a great um, power play. Yeah, this is like looking to me as like a top, almost like a top 10 power play in the league, maybe top 5. Well, I'm going to say top, top 5. five. I'm trying to think. Five. It could be close to 5, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and then the rookie, obviously, if you're in your dynasty league, I want this guy. Um, eventually, he'll probably usurp Bucknevich and take the top line. And then now you just have an absolute all-world line of Panarin, Zibinishad, and Capo. So um, I'm pretty excited for the future. The goaltending yep. is tough, just because I don't oh. know what the splits are going to be. 
Hey, I was saying um, this to you earlier. I want Lundqvist. I'll take him. He's still a great goalie. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like I said, if I'm doing the abandoned goalie strat and he's there at the end of those like drafts kind of thing, like where I'm looking at the Schneiders and stuff, I hate for sure. Lundqvist, his team is stacked. Like, and it's, I don't know. I'm super excited for this team. And uh, they're going to be so, so fun to watch. And they got lots of fantasy guys. So I'm excited. Yeah, the main one, obviously, Panarin and Zabinajad like that. Um, Truba, I've still got questions about. Like, I don't want to sell the farm for Truba yet. Mm. I still think that he needs to prove a little more. He kept on asking for more money in Winnipeg every year and putting up the same amount, 45 points, 50 points. So, like, how much better can he get being on this team that kind of ha- Who has a better ro- forward roster? Rangers or Winnipeg? Um, it just depends. I don't know how much top line power play Trubert got over there. Like it was basically Bufflin who took it all. Uh, but so, Bufflin was injured a lot last year, so he was. Yeah, which did inflate Trubert. He did get a bunch of points. Um, I mean, I'm still sketched out about Trubert to be honest. I, like, how it, much more can he do on this team? Yeah, I. It's yeah, it, I do. I hear what you're saying. So I, I think it's going to be mid 50s is what I, we're looking at. Uh, 50, 60 points kind of thing would be safe. So I don't think he's going to blow anyone away um, with like Carlson numbers or anything, but uh, definitely someone to follow and look at. I, I Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like stammering here, but I think I want him. I think he's going to be good, but he's definitely going to be a guy that is either going to be super overdrafted um, or just not touched at all. So I mean, I'm curious. Yeah, and then they got some other guys like guys from the past, like Brady Shea, Shattenkirk. Those guys are pretty much non-draftable now. Um, yeah, Shattenkirk's gone. Shea's not going to have any power play time at all. Oh, basically. yeah, Shattenkirk's gone. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then they got Kreider, 50-point guy. He always has been, always will be. So if you want a 50-point guy at the end of your draft, Kreider is solid for that. That takes shots, hits, big guy. Just... Yeah, if Ryan Strom is your center, you're not going to get any points. So, it is what it is. Well, you'll get some. You'll get some. But you'll get, you know, low fifties again. Just don't expect him to blow up because the rest of the team got better. Uh, he will not be a part of that. Being a left wing Panarin, obviously usurps him pretty good. So, yeah. Okay, before we go on to the next, is it another New York team? Probably no. I think we're we already did three New York teams. So, yeah. um, the last question: Dumba or Subban? We just talked about him. Because they're they're both going to be about the same point, fifty five points. That's what I'm saying for both those guys. Who would you draft? Uh, Subban, just because I like the team more. I think Minnesota's terrible. Um, Minnesota, like, like you said, Dumba. Oh, sorry, I meant Truba. I meant Truba. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, man, you're just going off grid here. And I was like, no, no, where's no, this, this Dumba coming from? No, uh, Truba. Sorry, hey, Truba and Subban, the two we just Truba, talked about. Truba and Subban. Okay. Um, Subban, random players. I'd probably take Subban just based because he has the history that he has gotten points before. And uh, I do like the forward corpse there a bit more than I like the Rangers. Not saying yep. I don't like the Rangers. So I would definitely rather have Subban than Truba. Um, but not by like a huge margin. Maybe like a round or something. Yeah, it's it's pretty dang close for me. But I think I go yeah. Subban just because Taylor Hall is a little better than Panarin. And I'm questioning myself as I say that. Not, I mean, I think a healthy Hall is better than Panarin for sure. Like, 
He's faster. He drives the play. He's got a better shot. He scores on breakaways. He's, I don't know. Like, it's razor close, but I at the, I do think Hall is definitely better than Panarin. Uh, just Panarin is more of a dish master kind of guy. So, uh, depends yeah. what you're looking for. That's true. But would I draft Hall over Panarin? Unlikely. Just because Panarin Injury. stays healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'd be surprised to see a lot of drafts where Hall goes from four for Panarin, but even though Hall is better. Yeah. Okay, we got next on the list, we got Philadelphia. They had um, some fantasy relevant players last year, didn't make the playoffs. They were kind of a bottom tier team, but some interesting fantasy options. They got Claude Giroux, which is usually a 90 point guy. He's always solid for that. Um, Couture took a little bit of a step last year. He was up to 76 points, so he could be around that again. I'm not going to say he's going to jump huge. No, Vorchek, no regression, regression, uh, Konechny, James Van Riemsdyk, the addition of Kevin Hayes. And then on the back end, you got still got Provorov, Gostabear, and then you got Carter Hart, the rookie in net. What do you think about those guys? Obviously, you like Drew. You've always liked Drew. Yeah, Drew's a lock for me. I'll take him in the second round every year. I don't care. Uh, he's going to play 82 games. and going to get close to 90 points. Super boring player to have in fantasy, but um, he always gets points. Couturier, again, same thing. He'll probably get high 70s. Uh, Voracek definitely took a hit because they took him off that line. Yep. Um, so that's why you can see that he dropped almost a full 20 points off of Giroux, just not being on that 5-on-5 five five line. So he's the guy that you got to be definitely drafting way later. He's um, one of the guys that could be a trick. Like, yeah, I don't... still high on Voracek, but... I don't know. I don't know where he's going to go. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't think he'll end up on my team, but unless it's super, super value. Uh, like, JVR should have a good year. He had 50 points in 60 games, so uh, he should definitely yeah. stay healthy. He'll be good. Uh, Konechny, I think, will be a little bit of a jump, maybe 55 points. The big question mark is just go spare, really, right? I mean, yeah. he had the worst season of his career by far. 37 points is terrible for a team that had such a crazy power play as they do. Yep. Um, they lose Simmons, so I'm not sure who's going to steal that power play spot. Um, obviously, oh. Van Riemsdyk has to be a lock now, which is good for him. He's so locked I, on the number one, yeah. Yeah, so I do like JVR a lot this year. If obviously, the health's there. He should get... Like, uh, I don't know. Where do they have JVR? Is he on the line? Yeah, he's second line with Hayes and Voracek. That's the line that is scary. Like, I really like those players, but I don't know what they're going to do for fantasy. That is a great top six. Yeah. And then like, JVR is playing on the number one power play unit with Giroud, Ghost Bear on the back end, Couture, and Voracek up front. Yeah, that's a stud power play. Oh, man. Are you changing your mind right now? Do you want no. some of these guys? Oh, I mean, I want the, the regulars. Um, I do want Ghost Bear. I think he will have to bounce back, and that power play is so stacked right now. A full year of, like... Giroux, JVR, Couturier. Like, that's actually insane. Um, yep. So I do think Ghostbar should hopefully bump back up to mid-50 points. I am, I do want him because his value is going to be absolutely bottom because no one, most people like to look at last year and he had the worst here ever. So he's definitely a guy you can get later. Yep. yep. Um, what's your thoughts on Hayes? Oh, you know, you know, I like him. <laughs> I, I like Hayes. He did good for Winnipeg. He's this is a team where he's meant to be like kind of a bigger bodied. I'm going to go stand in front of the net. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think he's going to get more than 60 points, though. Like, I think that's his ceiling. Same with yeah. JVR. I think they're both capped at about 60 points just for how this team likes to run that top line for everything. Mm. Like, everything runs through that top line. Power play, five on five. So they're just kind of going to be like the the B team, basically. And that's 60 points in my mind coming from Philadelphia. I don't think they're going to be scoring a ton of five on five goals or anything like that. No, I agree. I think uh, same idea. Like Drew and Couturier are usually in the league leaders of ice time all the time. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change. So it doesn't open up a lot of spots. So outside of the stars, that's about it. Um, I will say um, I, I do want Carter Hart, though. That's what uh, I was going to say. They got Carter Hart. I do Lots really of want magazines and stuff. 30 wins is what they're projecting him for. And that's a very nice goalie to pick up super late. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that I want um, for sure. Because um, we're transitioning to like a salary cap year or it's league this year. So he's kind of a cheap goalie, good value. Um, I don't think Elliott's going to take too many starts from him. Um, Elliott's like a career backup, so he'll be good there. He'll probably take like, I don't know, 20 starts, 30 starts. We'll see. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I think this team is going to win a lot of games just based on the amount of firepower they have. Uh, Provorov's still in the defense. Sanheim, like, this, this is a good team. They're just a few. I, I, I don't know. They're tough. Well, they built they're... a lot like through the draft, right? Like yeah. getting these young guys like Nolan Patrick, Konechny, Provorov, Sanheim, and they got Morgan Frost coming up, right? He's uh, their rookie from last year. Or no, 2017. That he still hasn't played very much, but he's supposed to be a stud. So that could give Hayes and Couture a little more center support, I guess. Yes, yeah. It... Oh, for sure. It will, absolutely. Like, um... I'm just trying to think of like what I would do if I was the Flyers. Like, I mean, do you trade Drew and like just try to do more of a rebuild, like get rid of Drew and Voracek and just try to get more young guys coming up kind of thing? Because like this team is kind of like super conflicting. It's like super youth movement. And then it has like these like two old time guys that are like just eating up all the time. Like Drew obviously is worth keeping. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to Philly's say. problem has always been goalies. So if yeah. Carter Hart can solidify the net and just play a little above average, even if he plays average, I think this team will be in the mix for a wild card. Oh, I agree for sure. If they get any sort of decent goaltending, it'll be fine. This team's going to score a lot of goals. I have no problem with them sneaking into the playoffs. It's just, um, obviously this isn't a Stanley Cup contending team or anything like that. And it's just kind of depressing, but I think they're definitely trending up. So I'm excited to watch this team. Yeah, they got some interesting... Let's go to their rivals. I was, gonna, right. I was just going to say, finish my sentence. They got some interesting picks for fantasy. Yeah, it could be for sneaky. sure. Um, Pittsburgh, perennial favorites for Cup. They got still got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and then Matt Murray and Nett. Some interesting guys around them. Gwensel, Galchenyuk now. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. They got Schultz. Um, some of those other guys are coming up making a name for themselves everyone's always going to draft crosby in the first round he's going around number six i think the departure of phil kessel leaves a giant hole for galchenyuk what do you think of those guys that i just kind of mentioned no i agree with what you said um crosby again he had 100 points in 79 games first rounder uh stay healthy crosby yeah he's been good man he has very few games missed in the last like five, six years. So 
Uh, he's one of the safer drafts now. Kessel, that's 82 points gone. That's crazy. Will Galchenyuk replace 82 points? No. <laughs> so, no. He'll be somewhere. Um, I think Gwensel is going to do the same thing. I think he's going to get like 80 points again. I like this guy going forward. He looks great with Crosby. Um, Malkin, of course, was injured, but still got 72 points out of his 60 games. So Classic Malkin. Um, classic Malkin. Again, draft based on the injury luck. If he plays 82 games, he'll get 100 points. If he plays less than that, he'll get the usual 70. You might as well say Chris Letang in that same breath then. Same thing. Yeah, Letang, 60 point, sorry, 56 points, 60 games. Absolute monster. Uh, the biggest thing for me is just how much Kessel's departure is going to affect the power play. Because um, yep. Kessel was a league leader in power play points all the time. Um, so I don't think you can just plug Gelchenchuk Gelchenyuk in and expect the amazing results right away. No. So that's kind of a tough one for me. I don't know what the let's see what the daily faceoff has for their first unit. Gwensel, uh, Crosby, Hornquist, and then oh, Malkin, so... Latang on the back end. Okay, so Hornquist is the guy to look for there then, which definitely kills my Gelchenyuk value even more. It uh, does. That actually does. Yeah. So he'll play with Malkin on five on five, which is obviously. That's great. That's fine. Great. You're playing with one of the best players to ever play the game. Nothing wrong with playing with Malkin. Especially on five on five, too. Like, yeah. Malkin is a beast. Yeah. So, oh, man. Realistically, like, what do you think for Galchenyuk? 50 points? Like, 55. 55, 55. That's what his ceiling is. Yeah, max 55. Yeah. Like, if he's, he's not on that. He's around the 50 points before, but he's a late, late round kind of flyer guy. But I like him. You can't pick a better flyer on a team, right? Like, he is literally playing with Malkin on one of the highest-scoring offenses in the league every year. That's, that's like, the best he can ever do. <laughs> so this next year, if Galchenyuk doesn't break 60 points, I think he's just always going to be a 50-point guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Is there I'm anyone else to... to talk about on this team? Yeah, I'm trying to look through. I don't really see any... Like, their bottom six is pretty terrible. Yeah. What do you think about Matt Murray going into this year? Um, well, I mean, or should I call him Matt injury? (laughs) I like it. Matt Murray. He wins when he plays. Uh, he had 29 wins out of 50 starts, which is pretty good. Um, did this team get better in the off season? The answer is no. So that is less wins. Um, but if he's healthy, he'll start. That's the thing. Again, he's just a band-aid goalie that has super high upside. Um, like Casey they honestly DeSmith, don't have anyone behind him. Yeah, like Casey DeSmith started like 30 games, but that's because Murray was dead. So it's not like... If they're healthy, I'm sure it'll be like a 60-20 thing again. And um, obviously, if Murray plays another five games, maybe he gets up to 35 wins or something. I don't know. But... I would be That's safe tough. to say 30 to 33 wins if he stays healthy. So it's tough. I mean, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to make the playoffs. They're still going to be a strong team. Uh, but just losing 82 points out of Kessel is definitely going to affect some things down the road. That's just, you just can't replace that with the players they got back in that deal. Um, so yeah. they will lose more games based on that. But I'd still be okay drafting Murray, not as my first goalie, but... You I kind feel... of always been okay with Murray. I, I'm the one that says this guy needs to go. <laughs> He's injured. Like, if he gets 25 wins, I'll be blown away. 
I think, yeah, he's just. But they need more. Games. They need more wins than that to make the playoffs. They're not going to yeah. make the playoffs with that. No, no, no. They need. Yeah, this division is way too savage. <laughs> you need like forty-five plus wins. Pittsburgh could be a fringe team. Like they could be a wild card team. They struggled last year. Yeah, what they got? They had forty-four wins last year. So. So like a little over fifty percent. Like that's yeah. not great. So if you lose Kessel, you could chop three wins off that maybe. That puts about forty one. That puts them out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's a wild card team. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty much wild card at this, which is insane to say for a team that has Melkin and Crosby. <laughs> so yeah. uh Yeah, that's what they're looking at, which is crazy. But obviously they're a fantasy gold mine. Take the big guys, you'll be fine. Um but yeah, the goaltending might be an issue. I, I, I'm still torn on what to do. I will not take Murray as my first goalie, obviously. Definitely a guy I'm looking at for a second, just based on the injuries and stuff like that. Yeah, he's kind of like a flyer, but you don't want him as your first. Yeah, like, don't put you, all your... Yeah, Yeah, you want like a Frederick Anderson, and then you want a Matt Murray like way late. Yeah. Or something, just to solidify that. But I am, I'm going to steer away from him, even if he is late, because I don't want to deal with that injury. Like you said at the beginning, you are super drafting healthy players. Yeah, I want the Crosbys. I want the Gwensels. Those are the big two on this team that stand out. After that, you do the classic Melkin dice roll in the second yep. round. Second or third round, you decide if he's going to get 100 points or 70 points. If he gets to 100, you win the league. Congrats. If he gets you 70, well, hopefully you can make it up later in the draft. <laughs> and then... Yep. That's basically the usual strat, and then try to get Latang in like the f- fifth round kind of thing, fourth yeah. or fifth, and then and hope uh, he plays some more games. Yeah, hopefully you get 60, 70 games out of him, and then you're yeah. laughing. So the same usual strategy. Hornquist again will be good for power play points, not a whole lot more. So if you need a guy that hits a lot and uh, power play specialist, definitely draft him. I'm sure he'll get like 30 power play points, but have like 50 total points. So. Um, definitely a specialist for that if you're in a league that needs those categories yeah yeah no no real rookies coming up like there's, no, they there's some rookies in the pipes course. but yeah no one that's going to play this year i don't think they'll give some guys some shots but not a whole lot do you want to talk about the capitals now all right team last that team in the metro i believe team that doesn't suck just kidding <laughs> so they'll, they'll probably win again i think they're locked to win Pittsburgh got worse, so that's good. Columbus is trash. The teams that got better were the bottom two, like yes. Rangers and Devils. Yeah. Um, the Islanders need a freak success. I don't think Varlamov is as good as Lerner, so that would be a few wins less. And starting like the Capitals were that insane last year. They just played good. They got 48 wins, which is like, I don't know, 60% team. It's not even that crazy. So, yeah, yeah I think... The Metro's theirs for sure. Yeah, they didn't lose very much. Obviously, you got Ovechkin. You're drafting him in usually the fifth spot, like the middle of the first round. You got the Cokehead Kuznetsov, which is going to be <laughs> 80 points. Um, you got Backstrom, which is around 75 usually. John Carlson is uh, one of my guys I'm targeting a million in a million leagues this year because he is on the rise for defense. You got some other guys, Verana, Oshie, Tom Wilson in the 50 range. Then you got Holpe, obviously, 35 wins. He's pretty much a lock for that. I know you want all these guys, Jesse, but you can only pick one of those 50 guys, and you can only pick Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, or Backstrom. Which ones do you want? <laughs> I mean, 
I'm the homer of all homers. I drafted Ovechkin first overall last year. So, um, insane. There, yeah. So there's no chance that I won't be taking Ovechkin this year unless I get horrible draft luck and get like a last pick or something. Um, so obviously I like Ovechkin. I think Kuznetsov's going to be okay, but I don't think he's ever going to reach like his like true playoff point when he got like 36 points that one year you i don't think he's, he's gonna reach his final no form? I, no i don't think he's ever gonna hit those 90 points those 90 95 points i think he's stuck as like a a low 80 guy like a point per game player i yeah. just don't i just don't think he i don't know what it is i don't i just well, don't that, know that's nothing to scoff at though oh no, a yeah point per game is good yeah it's not no insulting but it's just like that one playoff year when they won the cup, obviously he had like 36, 37 points and he looked like absolutely unstoppable, just sniping yep. far side, short side, carrying the game. And he just doesn't do that regular season. There's times no. he does, but it's just not enough. So he's a guy that's super trappy for me because <laughs> like, I always want to be like, Oh God, I need Kuznetsov so bad. But like, I don't know. I'd rather have Backstrom than Kuznetsov. And that probably sounds like sacrilege, but, um, I think they're both 75 points. Yeah. High like ceiling 80. Yeah. I just trust Backstrom more than I trust Kuznetsov, and it's just tough. So um, I'd be and very Backstrom surprised. Backstrom isn't doing Coke, from what you know. Yeah. Ex- yeah. As far as you know. So, <laughs> or he, he does it discreetly enough. So we'll see. <laughs> so that no one knows. Yeah. So, so yeah. Kuznetsov is going in like the second or third round. Same with yeah. Backstrom. What do you think of Carlson? Are you high on him like I am? Yeah. I want him. Um, he's in my top three defense. I'm not too sure yeah. how Homer I want to go with my, because we're switching to uh looks like a salary cap keeper league this year. Yep. Uh, no more redraft. So obviously it's cool to have players you like on your team, stuff like that. So I might be doing some reaching for Carlson, maybe even a second round. I'm not too sure what I want to do. Um, okay, here, let me give you some defense de- around him. Depends. So the defense that are going around John Carlson right now, they're all like within three points of each other. You can pick Morgan Riley, John Carlson, Eric Carlson, or Victor Hedman. Oh, Who do you want out of that? God. I actually want John Carlson, which is actually not even trying to be homer about it. I think Riley's going to lose some points to Barry. I think uh, yep. uh, Hedman is kind of a health risk to me now. And he's not really a big fixture on the power play, which kind of I don't really like. Because right. Carlson, Carlson is such a huge thing. They always give it back to him. They always make him shoot, and he does yeah. do a lot. Hedman's yeah. more of like just that guy in the back that just dishes to the sides, and it's always Stamkos' point. Or Stamkos is the shooter for sure, yeah. Yeah, or sorry, Kucherov. So, uh, who else did you mention, sorry? Carlson. Carlson, yeah, health still freaks me out. Eric games. Carlson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, as Homer as it sounds, um, this is non-biased opinion. I do think Carlson is still the best player there. Hey, and if you don't believe Jesse because he's Washington guy, I am on the same same train of thought. I think John Carlson is going to have a great year this year. He just proved last year that he was that stability that they needed on the back end. And he got 70 points. Like, nothing special. 70 points flew under the radar. No one was talking about him. So I think yeah. that's like a scoop up this year. It's like, oh, easy 70 points for John Carlson. I can get him around after Eric Carlson, which is projected around the same points, right? Yeah, there'll be big guys going first. Every league has Leaf homers. So Leaf homers are going to take Riley and Barry, probably yep. before Carlson. So uh, definitely something I'm looking to capitalize on. Uh, no pun intended. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to uh, having these guys. Some question marks. Tom Wilson, um, he plays on a crazy line. 
yep. uh, with Kuznetsov and Ovi. So he's not really required to finish. He's sort of required to just make space. That being said, he's still a good hockey player. He's just got to tone down, obviously, the suspensions and stuff. Um, I think he's he's out of our drafting because I think 45 points is where he's going. And that's not going to meet the 50 threshold for me. Yeah, we sacked how many minutes in our league? It's just too much of a headache for people. So we did keep in hits. So he is still so like hits, a good banger. Yeah. yeah. So hits is still a great, but the problem is the more hits Tom throws, the more likely he's going to get suspended. So yes, uh, it's the total dagger. Um, he might be a guy that gets drafted last in our league just based on the hits. Um, yep. So it's definitely possible now that I think about that because I totally forgot that we still do that. And now that Pim is gone, he definitely has value there. But nothing to freak out about. Um, the big sleeper for this one is Verana for me. Yep. Because uh, they got rid of Burakovsky, obviously. So they decided to bet on Verana. Verana looked really good in the playoffs. The kid can skate so fast. Um, so I'm really excited to see a full season of him in the top six. He's not going to get any of that sweet power play time. So don't expect him to ever break 70 or 60, even high 60 points. Because yeah. those are just not points that he's going to ever get. But 55's so, in the possibility of playing with Baxter Minoshi. Yeah, exactly. I feel that's a great line. And I think he'll definitely take a step forward and get around yeah, 50, 50 points. I think is what's pretty safe for him. And uh, good keeper league guy, super young. So someone to keep an eye out like that. Uh, what do you think of Oshi? Like, I think <laughs> Oshi is another trap, though. 50 points. That's He's it. a trap. He'll get 30 points in the first 30 games. And you'll be like, <laughs> oh, my God, Oshi is the GOAT. Like, he's back, baby, because he plays the top power play unit. He gets tons of those chip and power play points. If he plays 82 games, he'll probably get 65 points, which is, you know, great. Um, he's super cursed in the injury department. He always gets hit in the head somewhere during the season. Um, so, yes, I think he's very draftable. Uh, just don't take him thinking he's going to get 70 points based on playing on the best power play in the league and all that kind of stuff so i remember someone drafted him in our league in like the fourth round like a couple years ago yeah he's been high yeah like that's so crazy he's 50 point guy for me and the end of the draft and i would take tom wilson over him when it came to that last spot that's for a hot take that's pretty good i mean tom's healthy he's gonna hit a lot he gets the the scraps because i mean that the beauty of that first line is everyone's gonna be double covering Ovi and kuznetsov so that opens yeah. up literally him. All his goals I see are him just tap-ins. Seriously, yep. from cross-ice passes. He's kind of like the Tavares on that line. He just gets he has gifts. Double, gets double-teamed all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to take. You have to respect the shot from Ovi and respect the Deeks from Kuznetsov. So it's like super lame to watch like this like kind of goon player just sit there in front of the net and get like 20 tap-ins. So yeah, um, he'll yeah he'll be good. Um, this team is gonna be great. They're gonna win the division. So bring it on to Holpe. Um, Again, 35 court, wins? Yeah, 35 wins seems fair. Copy will get a couple more starts. Um, they're really rested this year, which is fantastic. Yep. Obviously, they had the crazy hangover last year. This year, they got ousted in the first round by a super fluke, I will say. Carolina, um, game seven, game seven overtime yeah. or whatever it was. Uh, well, I don't think it was. I don't remember. It's burned from my mind. If they don't win, I just I forget what happens. So, obviously... <laughs> Holpe's still a great goalie to draft. Um, I've actually never had Holpe before, so I probably won't again, but you never know. So I have no problems drafting this guy. He's a good first goalie for your team. So again, don't draft with confidence. He'll be fine. 
this team didn't get any better or any worse. Um, arguably, I'd say they got better by getting rid of Burakovsky because I think he was wasted on top six minutes, and I think Verana will yeah. be a little bit better. But, I mean, we're talking things. They got rid of Niskanen for Gudis. Um, so, weird, uh, interesting we, bottom three or whatever. bottom right? three, so. yeah. So, I don't really care. Niskanen wasn't getting any minutes that mattered anyway. We didn't have Kempney a lot last year, which sucked. Um, mm-hmm. So, I like their top four. Orloff's great. Jensen they got from Detroit. They paid for him. Carlson's a god, obviously. And Kempney was really good in the playoffs. So this team is going to win a lot of games. I wouldn't be surprised if they hit the 50 win mark. Um, so that's kind of my guess is I think they'll get 50 wins. Maybe maybe a little bit more because I'm just trying to think of more of the divisional play. Because they play... Yes, that's right. right? That's why, right? Because they'll they play Columbus a bunch. So yeah. yeah, they'll play Columbus like six times probably. Which is... I'd be surprised if they go less than five than one. Pittsburgh is pretty weak. Carolina's not the greatest. No, Washington is one of the dark horse teams that I was going to bet on to win the cup this year, actually. Like, just a team that no one's thinking is any good because they already had their big run. But it's like, no, no, this team is still really solid, and they could still destroy people. Ovechkin's going to get 50 goals next year again. Like, nothing's going to change here. (laughs) No, yeah, it's just, yeah. And now that I look at this division, I'd be... They'll win it. Might even, might even President's Trophy. Depends how Tampa does, because um, their division is super strong against them. Whereas yeah. this division is, there's a lot of free wins to be had in uh, the Metro. Oh, everywhere, everywhere. As strong as it sounds, um, for sure. Any rookies there? They got a like Samsonov, a goalie coming up. Not much, not much else going on there. A couple good defense that might get a shot, but no one's going to replace Orlov or. Carlson or Gudis yeah. on that line. Yeah, this team that's it is done. Solid. There's nothing really there. Like there's the only sleeper pick is Verana. That's the only hint I can give. But again, um, he's the last pick in a draft, so something to look at. Yeah. So that's that it. is that's the Metro. That is the Metro. There's wow. some fun teams, some absolute trash can teams. Um, it's gonna be yeah. interesting. Hope you guys got some value out of that, talking through those players. We're going to be doing the other divisions coming up. Also, did you know this, Jesse? We are now on Spotify. Wow. Did you know that? that? I did not. So it's Taylor Swift and then Hockey Talkie. Yep. We're we're side by side with Side by side. Same thing. Same number of hits. Perfect. Same viewers, everything. You know, we're we're going up, coming up the ranks. Uh, Um, There's also some other things cool in the works. There's going to be... From Overtime Heroics, there is going to be uh, a new app coming out where it has all the podcasts listed there. So you're going to be able to pull open the app, go to football, baseball, hockey, and you're going to be able to find the podcast that you want to listen to right below it. That'll be cool. That'll be coming out in the future. I'm trying to think of anything else is in the pipe. We're going to be having some commercials on here coming up, other podcasts we're going to be grouping with, products, stuff like that. It's all in the pipe. It's going to be a good year, Jesse. Are you excited? I am very excited for this year. Um, there's still so many things that can happen with these RFAs in the offseason. Uh, I'm excited to draft again. So, yeah. yeah I'm excited for all, all things. It's all starting up. We're going to try a salary cap this year. We're going to let you guys know how that works. See if we like it. It's just a way to keep your um, your lineups in check a little bit more so that people aren't loading up on superstars or completely destroying their teams for nothing. So you're going to have a ceiling and a floor of salary, basically. I think it'll it'll help that. 
the highs and the lows. It'll kind of even out the teams. Yeah, last year we did a redraft. There was all of one trade, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the entire year. Obviously, we didn't have any sort of picks, so it meant for a super boring, brutal year. So this year we're going to go to salary caps. So if people want to sell their teams for draft picks and stuff, they can. Obviously, that is limited by guys trying to buy players because obviously the best players cost the most money. So you get capped out after a certain point. So it'll still stay pretty fair. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this year. This is a format I've been... Tr- um, well, salary cap, not really. Um, but I want to go back to keepers and stuff like that. But I do yeah. like the salary cap a lot because it solves a lot of our issues of uh, teams tanking and teams selling and buying or buying to win kind of thing. So, yeah, and stacking and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. This is probably one of the most excited I've been for a hockey draft year. So um, I can't wait to be honest. So I'm very excited. Yeah, it's always fun when you mix up the pool a little bit or add some tweaks or some rules or something. You guys know where to find us at Fantasy NHL Talk on Twitter, Facebook. We're doing all sorts of stuff there. Uh, Overtime heroics on the forums. There's lots of experts there answering questions. We're going to be joining some other podcasts, doing some more mocks coming up. Um, what I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's it. It's going to be a good year of hockey. we got yeah. more divisions coming up next week. We'll do another division. Mm-hmm. I don't got any kudos or anything except for that classic World of Warcraft comes out in two days. One day and seven hours. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I installed it already. I'm good to go. Um, my kudos is a shout out to the show called The Boys. I binged it all in one day. It is absolutely amazing. Homelander is my favorite character of all time. I love how I love him. Uh, so if you haven't seen that show, check it out. Um, yeah, that's basically about it. Like I said, I'll be grinding some World of Warcraft as soon as the classic drops. So I'm excited for that as well. Oh, there was a person on uh, Twitch today. They were streaming every 20 minutes that same World of Warcraft South Park episode. <laughs> yeah, make love like over Warcraft. and over and over again. They said they're gonna play it for like a couple days before classic launches. Just that whole thing over and over and over again. Oh, such a good episode. I'm so yeah, excited. it's a funny episode. It's it's like <laughs> just streaming constantly on Twitch right now. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's all I got. You got anything else before we go? Uh, nothing I can think of. Again, if you have questions or draft questions, hit us up at NHL Fantasy Talk. Right? Yes. Uh, Fantasy NHL Talk. Fantasy NHL talk. No, NHL fantasy talk. Yeah, I thought I was right. Yeah, NHL fantasy talk. It's just so unintuitive sometimes for the brain. Um, (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, yeah, of course, Twitter, Facebook us, those questions. If you've already done a draft, uh, we'll look over and stuff like that. So, yeah, for sure. If you agree or disagree with our Metro analysis, of course, hit us back with what you think. Uh, I'm not sure what division we'll be doing next. Um, We'll, we'll just make it random. We'll just make it random, so that force you to listen. So uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll see how that's it goes. our hook. We'll bring you back. Exactly. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you or talk to you next week. Bye.